Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. We are back for another Tuesday show. This is Niners versus Eagles week. Finally, we're going to put to rest who the best team in the NFC is. Is it the Eagles at 10 and 1? Or is it the Niners at 8 and 3? Who does Vegas think the better team is by the odds? We're going to talk about that, but before we do, let me introduce my boys, because it wouldn't be the same without the boys here. Tonight, we got Peter. How you doing, Peter? What's going on, Beto? Like, uh, appreciate you having me again, like on every, like every Tuesday. Uh, but yeah, extremely excited for this game coming up and getting a little bit of revenge on, the, on those Eagles. Oh, yeah. I hear that. And uh, we got my boy, Brandon. What's up, Brandon? What's going on, Beto? Thanks for having me, too. I appreciate it, man. Um, excited for this game. Been looking forward to it. And uh, I'm ready to shut these sorry-ass Eagles up. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Well, Brandon, go ahead and uh, take off with the show. But before we do that, let me go ahead and just recognize those in the house, those that are popping in. We got Jimmy Perez in the house. What's up, Jimmy? We got Daniel Burry Sports in the house. What's up, brother? We got Roberto Davis in the house. What's up, my friend? We got Joseph Hayden in the house. What's up, Joseph? We got Brad Lodge in the house. What's up, Brad? We got Daniel Kentu in the house. What's up, brother? And we got a little bit of royalty in the house. We got Jess from East Coast, red and gold. Welcome, welcome to the show. We got my boy Nico in the house. Who's up, Nico? Burros, Pinches, Niners, F the Migos. Uh, we got, uh, all right, those are it for now. Welcome, everyone, welcome. Go ahead, Brandon, take it away, my friend. All right, all right, let's get it right into it, fellas. My first question for you guys is, what do the 49ers have to do to pull off a dub against a Philadelphia Eagles team? Go ahead, Pete. Uh, yeah, Pete, go ahead. So it, it sounds really simple. It sounds really simple when I say it this way, but literally the, all they got to do is execute. If they can just not make mistakes, not not get penalties to drive the offense back, uh, not have penalties lead the, the Eagles down the field. They win this game. They're the more talented team. 
they have more weapons. Their defense is 10 times better. Uh, it's, it's, it sounds really simple, but it's not necessarily the easiest thing for the Niners <laughs> to, to get to accomplish. Uh, we, we have a penal- problem with penalties, uh, and, but we've got to keep that in check in this game because teams like tend to teams tend to leave the Eagles, just leave the Eagles a little bit and then they get, and then they end up uh, coming back in the second half and uh, yeah. The 49ers can't let a lot of that to happen in this game. Yeah, I I agree with you, uh, Pete. Real quick, before I give my part of the question, my answer to the question that Brandon brought up, great question, Brandon. Uh, you're going to be seeing a lot of lower thirds. That So basically how you just saw the Twitter, uh, you're going to see mine. You're going to see I just made one for Brandon. I made one for uh, Peter. So I got their Instagram. I got their Facebook, their YouTube. So keep an eye on the lower thirds, uh, I'm going to be popping them consecutively throughout the show. Uh, if you guys want to follow my boy uh, Brandon, you can also follow my 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 boy uh, Peter, uh, and uh, make sure to follow our channels. We are going live on all three channels on YouTube at the same time. So when you get a chance, make sure to go to each channel and hit the like button. And if you're not already subscribed. Make sure to subscribe. Even though we're coming as a partnership, we are trying to grow our individual channels. I mentioned this in the past. We're going to get together. We're going to put our finances, resources together, us three, and we're going to bring some nice gifts that we can give out to you guys. As our channels grows, the more gifts we give, the higher, the faster it grows, the bigger gifts we give. So you will be our motivation of what size of gift we give out based on how fast you guys fill our channels. But welcome, everyone, and to the question, what do the Niners need to do to be able to defeat the Eagles? Um, Personally, I think, uh, and I'm going to agree with uh, Pete, is don't defeat yourself with the penalties. Don't put yourself in in third and longs because of stupid mistakes. I know it's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. The offensive line needs to queue up and they need to play disciplined football on both sides. They can't shoot themselves in the foot. The Eagles, 10 and 1, are a very good team. They're a scrappy team. They find ways to win good and they find ways to win ugly. At the end of the day, People may say they're not good. They are good. They're playing great. They're not playing. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, they're 10 and 1. And you can't take that lightly. They're 10 and 1. They won 10 games for a reason. Now, with that said, who's a better team? The Niners are a better team on all sides of the ball, except probably special teams. I believe the Eagles do yeah. edge us on special teams. Especially with a 59-yard kick to be mm-hmm. to be able to go into overtime to even try to beat the, the Buffalo Bills in the rain, yeah, that is good special teams. That's something the Niners and Jake Moody is going to have to step up. But when it comes to the, and we're going to break this down a little bit later. But when it comes down to defense and offense, damn straight. And this is not me saying it because I'm a fan. This is based, and I'm going to show you guys numbers and a little bit why. I speak the way I speak. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and bring him up real quick, uh, Brandon, if you don't mind. And then go we'll uh, we'll go ahead and uh, um, move on to uh, 
to any questions you may have for us for tonight. Let me go ahead and go to that. So here we are. Uh, yeah. We got the Niners. I believe they're the Eagles are like 29th in points. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, let me bring up the Eagles first. The Eagles are 10 and one. Points scored 310. They're uh, fifth. They're fifth. Uh, points allowed. Okay, these are points they allowed to oppose an offense. 246, they're 19th overall, okay? Then overall, they're 7th. Offense, they're 7th. Defense, they're 10. And special teams, they're 10. That's pretty good. Uh, not great, but pretty steady across the board, okay? Now, you go into the Niners. Niners are 8-3. Points scored, 310, fifth, tied with the Eagles. So they score as much as the Eagles do. But points allowed, 170. They're in first place. This defense is better than Philadelphia, okay? They're in first place. Overall, first place. Offense, first place. Defense, first place. Now, special teams is where we kind of went. We've always struggled. Yeah, always struggle. 25th overall. That needs to step up. So what I'm saying is we cannot afford to make mistakes on special teams. And as bad as as bad as our special teams are, we lost our best player on special teams, Odom, uh, to the year. So prayers to him for a speedy recovery. He had successful surgery today. Today that was great. But I just wanted to show you guys a chart of the Eagles and the Niners. This is why the Niners are favorite three at uh, 3.5 over the Eagles in their house. They're 10 and one. We're eight and three and Vegas has the Niners winning this game. Now with that said, does it mean the Niners are going to win? Absolutely no. not. And we're going to discuss yeah. that further. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, but I mean, Vegas has us three point favorites and it just went up this morning. To three from two and a half. Um, that actually kind of su- surprised me. I'm not even going to lie, just because the Eagles are 10 and one and they're at home. Um, what were your guys' thoughts when you saw that it even went up more today uh, from two and a half to three? Um, Beto, you go first. When I first seen it, I seen it. I was, when they first did it, they did the Eagles by one point. I'm like, okay, all right. You know, normally the home team gets three points automatically because you're a home team. I'm like, they're giving them a point. I'm like, all right, this is right after the Eagles won against Buffalo. And then the next day I looked at it and it was 2.5. And I thought for a second, okay, they went up. All right, under three points. Then I looked at it and I'm like, oh, shit, the Niners are favorite two and a half points, not the Eagles. And then I was wondering, like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Uh, but then I started to look at the matchups, and people look. People kind of get all stuck on the on the record. Yeah, they're ten and one. Yes, they what? But they, but if you look at the games, they have not blown anybody out of the water. They they've been playing a lot of close games. That defense of the Eagles is suspect at best. Uh, they give up a lot of points, as you saw. They're nineteenth in point in points uh, given up. Uh, and here comes a number one offense into town. And Vegas, whatever Vegas is, they're not stupid. They know their stuff. There's a reason why the Niners are favorites. So am I surprised 
kind of because they're playing at home and they're 10 and 1. But then once I started to look at the matchups, I am not surprised that we are favorite because we are the better team. Are we going to execute as a better team? That is yet to be seen, but we are definitely on paper the better team. Yeah, I, I would I would say that I wasn't I wasn't shocked because the 49ers have been on a roll and the Eagle and the Eagles are squeaking out games against six and six teams. So and I look at the Eagles and this might sound crazy to some, but I look at them as the Minnesota Vikings of last year. They're winning a lot of close games. Their defense is suspect. When they go up, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens when they go up against a team, a complete team, and the 49ers, who has an offense and a defense. Um, but I'm not going to say that they're fraudulent as the Minnesota Vikings were last year, but it's a little similar. And I can't, I honestly, like, I, I can just understand where Vegas is, is going with it because the 49ers have been just. Scoring points like crazy. It's very rare that they score under 30 points at this point. And their defense has been lights out since they got back from the bye. So, yeah. And and if you look at this Eagles defense, the, what, what's going on with them is their, their defensive line isn't as good as it was last year. They're not getting sacks as much as they were last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But they're completely... They're completely looking at uh, at their defense, and if the the pass rush doesn't get there, they're in trouble because that secondary is terrible. Their linebackers are terrible. So, yeah, when you look at this matchup, the if the 49ers execute, who do you? How do you get if they give Brock Purdy any amount of time back there? Like uh, it's it's gonna be. It's going to be rough. It's going to be a rough day, but I think it's key for the 49ers to get to get in front early. Don't be trying to come back from behind. They can't start slow in this game. Um, but the other pieces, I think that Shani needs to go back to his identity of running the ball because they need to take advantage. This team is not good against the run. Uh, nope. Wear nope. down that defensive line to keep that pass rush down, and like, uh, and then. Yeah, like I can see where Vegas is is, is seeing like uh, the 49ers just have a better team overall. If you go on paper and you just look for position for position, it's it's a bad matchup for the Eagles. Yeah. I agree. Um, you know, I've been watching some of the media lately the past at least 2 days uh, right now and you know, we got David Carr from NFL Total Access saying uh, that he doesn't see Philly point out a dub against the Niners this week. Um, we got there's a couple a couple people saying that the Niners are gonna actually win this game. Um, now, since adding Chase Young to this team, our defense has picked up tremendously. Um, what does the front? Let's just say the front seven have have to do to get to Jalen Hurts and stop his mobility um, in this game. I know we're not that great against mobile quarterbacks, um, but what what do the Niners have to do to stop Jalen Hurts, especially? Um, Pete, go first. 
I mean, I think that they need to do the same thing that they've been doing, which is kind of just making sure that they play a little contain. Uh, I don't think that they need to get necessarily get in Jalen Hurts' face. He's not a passer that way, like that. <laughs> like, uh, you just need to get near him and make yeah. him uncomfortable. Like, I don't think they should be going all out, pinning their ears back and trying to get sacks necessarily and leaving open running lanes for him. They're going to have to play contain and uh, and keep him in the pocket. I think that that's the place that is – It's he's more dangerous like most mobile quarterbacks when they get out of the pocket. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, the plan should be to keep him in the pocket, uh, like uh, kind of go around and then just close the – and close those all those lanes uh, going in, but uh, these uh, these receivers didn't have a good time against the 49ers uh, corners last year, and I think that the the secondary is actually better, which is weird to say with a funga being out. But like uh, this, they looked smothering last week. Avery Thomas is having an epiphany, mm-hmm. and and then you've got Diamondor Lenore just thriving in the slot. Like uh, and being versatile in that way, I just think that this is a this is a really bad matchup for their weapons, and I, I don't think Goddard's going to play in this game either. Uh, so that's a one less weapon that they have. Their their offensive line is has been struggling. I know Lane Johnson says he's going to play, but he's going to he's not going to be a hundred percent for sure. And uh, with that defensive line, yeah, I, I think that that it's. It's not. I don't think Jalen Hurts. I know this is. I know that this is because uh, I know that he's a front runner for MVP. I don't think Jalen Hurts is special. I don't think he is. Thank yeah. you, right? <laughs> he, he's not a bad quarterback. I mean, he's he's doing he's his not thing. bad. Yeah, but he's, he's not doing special. his thing. No, no, he's he's doing his thing. Um, you know, to, to now he has won games on his shoulders. That game against a Buffalo. Uh, Jalen Hurts was having a terrible three quarters and came alive in the last quarter to even get themselves mm-hmm. in position to go overtime. So he's not bad, but he's not your Patrick Mahomes. And right now, because there are 10 and one, a lot of the MVP goes to based on the record of the team as well, instead of just the individual play, which is a lot of crap, if you ask me. Um, the addition of Chase Young was amazing um mm-hmm. you know steve wilkes was doing things a little different and not only did chase young come in at the right time but steve wilkes decided to say you know what if it ain't broke it why fix it he kind of went back to the way D'Amico was running things just allowing the front four to go after the quarterback a uh, drop seven and coverage and made the switch which I think was the biggest, even bigger impact than Chase was moving Lenore on the inside and getting Mr. Slowpoke, can't cover for nothing, uh, uh, Isaiah Oliver out of there. And they've been able to maintain that because Pete has brought it up. Uh, Embry Thomas has been playing out of his mind. Uh, He's playing great football, which allows the Niners to keep that. Otherwise, if Embry Thomas would have got burned, I unfortunately not. I think we would have seen uh, Isaiah Oliver back in the middle uh, from no choice. So the fact that every Thomas is up there doing his thing, man, uh, I just want to give him a hand of applause because the dude is handling his business. Uh, but bringing an individual like Chase Young, 
Uh, we needed this since D4 in 2019. We needed that speed rush from the outside. We needed someone that can truly complement Nick Bosa on the outside. Not someone that can just, you know, I, I love the guys that are rotational players. They're, they're great. They're doing their thing, but they're rotational players for a reason. They don't bring that same uh, offensive coordinator. Don't sit there and lose sleep because of the, of the backup guys. Uh, Farrell or uh, whoever they have back there as a backup, they lose sleep when they got to figure Bar- a way. Farrell's been playing up. great. Yes, Farrell yes. has been playing great. The to last that couple point, of games. yes, he has, but he's still yeah. a backup at the very. Yeah. But he's been playing great, and that's good. But when you're an offensive coordinator and you say like, okay, shit, who do we game plan? Do we game plan for Nick Bosa or do we game plan for uh, Chase Young? Who do we double team? Oh, yeah. And if you decide to double team uh, Hargrave, which they have, guess who's having an extended, better outing? Eric Armstrong. He's already up to five sacks. Started with that. So this front four is fierce. And what we got to do to win this game is we got to be relentless at not only if we, if we get to the quarterback, great. But he has to hear footprints. He needs to hear... Uh, Bosa coming or Chase coming, they got to throw him on the floor. They got to push him. They got to toss him. They got to get him off his rhythm and contain that run. Now, now that Chase is there, I'm more comfortable of containing that outside run threat from uh, Hurts. I think the Niners, if they play their type of football branded and uh, Pete, there's no, there's no one stopping us. We got to play our type of football. So the only enemies that we have is ourselves and injuries. If we can avoid those two things, this team is prime to do his thing this year. And it's going to be a great uh, indication of where we're at with the Eagles in this game. Because I'll tell you one thing right now. If we go into Philly Sunday and we get our ass blown out, I don't care what you tell me about the playoffs. I don't, I'm going to be like Jim Mora. Playoffs? Playoffs? Don't talk to me about no playoffs. I want to win this game. We can win this game. But what we cannot do, we can even lose, and I don't want to, is get blown out, in my opinion. That was sent a wrong message to this team. Agreed. Um, yep. Absolutely. So, who, who's your guys' is? X factor is going into this game on defense and offense. Who goes first? Yeah, we go first. Go ahead, Pete. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, X factor for offense. Uh, is it really an X factor? But uh, but Debo. I think okay. that all this to do has been made about Debo all week long. And Preach it, brother. Preach it. Talking talking about uh, Bradbury and A.J. Brown mm-hmm. telling people to troll him. And they're boys. Like, uh, Debo even said, like, that. that's just him uh, just starting stuff. But, like, uh, but I feel like there's so, there's a spotlight on Debo right now. And, but I don't think that this, that this secondary can tackle. And I, I don't think I think if they get the ball in uh, Debo's hands in space, it's a problem for the for uh, for this Eagles team because they don't want to tackle him. 
Mm-hmm. And like, uh, so yeah, I think Debo may have a big game. And uh, I honestly, I wanted to say Brandon Ayuk, but but I think Debo might be the guy in this game, uh, okay. and especially just because of his running ability. And on defense, I would say again, Ambry Thomas. It's going to be Ambry Thomas. They've got uh, it's not just AJ Brown over there. They've got Devonte Smith, and Devonte Smith is a very good wide receiver. Uh, and and I'll, let's just say it, Chavarius Ward struggles against the smaller, quicker guys. Uh, he he excels against a guy like AJ Brown, like the bigger, more physical wide receivers. Those are the guys that he loves playing. So he'll probably just follow AJ Brown around. But yep. that means Avery Thomas is going to be on Devonte Smith. And yep. uh, and but to Ambry's credit, he's been doing really well against those secondary receivers. So that I but I think that's a key matchup. Yep, yep, I, I agree. Uh, my X factors for offense is gonna be CMC. This guy has to touch the ball. If we run the ball 25, 30, if we run the ball 30 times on this eagle. We're winning this game, especially in the conditions that we're playing in, if it rains indeed. Um, mm-hmm. We got to get CMC going. I would like to see Jordan Mason in there as well. I know they're going to do some runs with Debo, so I love your choice, uh, Pete Debo, as well. Uh, but the CMC has to be impactful in this game. He cannot be shut out. He needs to get the ball rolling because that things he's going to make things so much easier in the play action for uh, Brock Purdy to do his thing, uh, and Debo and Ayuk to do their thing. Now, defensively, for me, it's going to be Fred Warner. Fred Warner uh, is going to have to be silent to silent. Uh, we need this guy to play better than what he has been playing, and that's hard to say because the dude has been playing uh, with his hair on fire. Great guy, man. So I need to see uh, Fred Warner do his thing on defense and CMC offensively. If those two things happen, our chances of winning this game are great. All right. Why you gotta why you gotta bring up Jordan Mason? <laughs> like uh that's that's a sore spot. They they're not putting him in. I you know, know they're not gonna put him in. I, you know I, I'm feeling <laughs> that if I say it enough, they'll do it. But I hear you bro. I hear you. I know I know it makes me happen. Like because I know I you hear know it's you gonna be like, Elijah Mitchell. Although yeah, he's been I mean, running great, really, he's been running great lately. He ran really well. He ran really he well last. So if he does that, I'm okay. I don't care. It's when he yeah. doesn't run well um, and they keep putting him in. That's when I have an issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Pete. Um, no, you're good. For me, um, I'm gonna have to say, I'm gonna have to say George Kittle. Uh, I think George Kittle is mm. due for a big as well. Okay. Uh, especially Billy. I think I think he could go off, maybe score a touchdown at least, have maybe I don't know eighty yards or something. Um, defense, I'm gonna say Bosa is gonna gonna eat this game. Um, I think I think he's been wanting to to get some some revenge a little bit, even though they say that that this is just another game and last season's last season. I still think in the back of their heads they 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 wanna. They want to get this game in the bag for sure. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see for sure. Uh, but here's my next question for you guys. 
So you guys saw uh, Hassan Reddick is already commenting, talking shit. Um, what else? What is guys, right? Yeah. Um, and we have a video to play on uh, D-Bill's response to it. But let me get your guys' thoughts first before we play it and uh, uh, see what, what, what your guys' thoughts are on this. Um, Beto, go first. Oh, did I lose it? I sure did. Um, no, go ahead and have Pete go first. I got to fix this real fast. All right, Pete, go ahead, man. So, I mean, he, okay, so here, this is the thing. All the players for the 49ers have been asked these questions at nauseum since the, yeah. before the season even started. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. uh, so, and Eagles, the Eagles players, Eagles fans have all been calling the 49ers uh, players whiners because of this. Guess what? They were answering the questions that they were asked. <laughs> like, what do you what do you want them to say? Like, yeah. I don't know what you expected them to say, but regardless, what was the first thing that the Eagles did after the Super Bowl? They started whining about the turf and about the other stuff. So, I mean, Hassan Reddick can just like uh, now that he doesn't have all those beasts, he doesn't have Javon Hargrave on the line. Like, uh, he's not as having as good of a year as he was last year, which he's not, which not much. Not much worse, but they don't have the depth. They don't have the depth on the defensive line that they had last year. It, they're not coming in waves anymore. And it's not going to be like, it's not going to be the same. So like, uh, and, and I think that's why the 49er players for the most part are just staying quiet. Not because they're afraid of the Eagles, but because they're just going to let their play do the talking. Exactly. Yeah, I, you know, um, I got the video ready to go. So I got, we're, we're I got a question for you guys after after we play the video, though. Okay. Okay. Um, so uh, that the whole trash talking. Listen, to me is put up or shut up. A- anyone can do this. Okay. Anybody on you know like there's a bunch of uh, keyboard warriors out in social media, right? There's a lot of people out there calling your name, kicking your ass saying things to you that you wouldn't normally say to that individual in person. You can dismiss me with all this talk, talk. You have an issue with me? Come and talk to me in my face and let's handle it like men. Uh, Hassan Reddick is doing his talking. Fine. The Niners are going to respond physically on the field. Uh, and this is where they need to make their statement. Uh, Fletcher is hurt. Guys, I don't think he's going to play. So that's one of their men's side pass rushers. That might be out. Cox? Uh, yeah, Cox. I'm sorry, Cox. Yeah. And and uh, the thing is this. He's trying to get his defense riled up. But sometimes <laughs> you can put your situ- your defense in a bad situation. But when you put your foot in your mouth, that comes out of your ass. Because that's what he's doing. You don't think the Niners are taking or listening to this? They may say they don't care, but they do. Every man has their pride. Every man, you talk shit, we're going to back it up, and we're going to see a great football uh, game. I just pray that nobody gets hurt or nobody gets out of hand and throw blows that they shouldn't throw. And I know the referees are going to be high alert. Uh, We don't want nobody ejected either. Yeah, for sure. You want to go ahead and play it? Yeah. Let me... uh, uh, All right, here we go. What 
what what is the cause of the Ewan Bradbury thing? If you could explain it in terms I can understand. Um, like, was there a moment on the field? No, I wasn't necessarily a moment on the field. We was just talking ball, and you know, uh, said what I said, and you know, and they dragged it on or whatever. But whatever the case may be, but kind of like I said it yesterday, like uh, you know. At the end of the day, like I said it, yeah, I said it, but um, I don't regret it. Now, the you know, obviously, you heard Hassan Reddick. I heard boohoo's. I saw that. I don't know if he's talking. I don't know who he's talking to. The boohoo's and all of that. But I do want to ask you. Um, and here was the quote: "Talk is cheap. They get to come back into the link. It was a lot of boohoo's last year. A lot of crying. A lot of what ifs. A lot of this. A lot of that. They get a chance to come back in here, line that shit up, and prove it again. So." I mean, boo-hoo's, Debo? Hey, man, we'll catch you on Sunday. Is this one of those? Come on, Debo. This, honestly, is this one of those where you, you see Shanahan and you say, yo, give me a chance to chip number seven on this next play? No, I don't, I don't play that type of game. You don't want, you don't want to block Hassan? No, whatever. I mean, I don't, I, whatever Cal asks me to do, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to go to him and be like, yo, let me chip this guy or anything like that. Nah. I feel like you asked for the ball, though. This isn't one of those where you're like, hey, hey. I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a guy that going there and for the ball either. Like, I think yeah. Kyle knows his personnel, and he knows, you know, what all his players are capable of, and he do a great job of sharing the ball around. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but, man, is she fine or what? Yeah, she oh, is. But that, I, didn't say that, I didn't say that out loud. <clears throat> but that's a great, that's a great statement. But Debo is saying it right there. See we're going to show them, see you on Sunday. Yeah, um, they're going to do their talking on the field. And, hey, it's not like, it's not like the Niners need more, more of it, motivation uh, no. than they already have. And then you're going to go and poke the bear. You know what happens when you poke the bear and, and you're not paying attention? You're liable to lose your arm. Yeah. And I well, think Hansel Reddick is in that direction. Yeah, well, look at what, uh, what Mia put in the chat. Uh, she mentioned how Micah Parsons ran his mouth before uh, the game in week five, and look at we destroyed them, right? Yeah. So, I mean, Niners do their talking on the field. It's as simple as that. I uh, mean, it, it's really Yeah, it, but it's really simple. If I could just talk about that for two seconds. Mm -hmm. Tassan Reddick, like, I mean, he's got to get his team riled up. Like, uh, I don't blame him for, for talking. They won. <laughs> they won. Like, they're supposed to talk. 49ers were talking before the Cowboy game because they won the last time they played. That's a so, good point, Pete. Yeah, yeah. you can't you can't get mad uh, about it. You got to go in there. And like uh, he said, now you got another shot at it. You better come in here and bring it. Uh, and they've got to go in and take it. Like, it's, it's that simple. And Debo, that's what I'm telling you. That's why these uh, – for the most part, Debo and the rest of the team are staying pretty quiet is because you can't talk when the last time you were in there, you lost. Even It doesn't matter what the circumstances were. Like, uh, it is what it is. So they've got to go in there, and they and just like Debo said, see you on Sunday. But my, my question for you guys, because of what we were just talking about, is, is this game bigger for the players or the fans? Honestly? I think it's bigger for the fans. I'm not even going to lie. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially because how ridiculous the Eagles fans are, too. <laughs> oh. 
goodness. And they teach his kids, they teach these guys to be, I mean, listen, as a father and a grandfather, I, I don't uh, think that it's, or I, I can't hang my hat on teach my kid how to be an, an asshole, okay, to other people yeah. and say, yeah, that's my kid. You got these, yeah. fan, you got this little kid, I don't know, he must have been like eight years old, nine, mm-hmm. and he's in his, in the Buffalo fans, he goes, like, he's going to shake the hand of the Buffalo fan, the Buffalo guy is like, you know, all right, and then he goes and flips him off. And, and kind of, and you know, and, and the dad's there sitting there like proud, like a proud dad. I don't know about you guys, but that's shameful that you can teach your kid that it's okay to disrespect another man over a team. Uh, the fans are um, are idiots. The fact that um, Fred Warner's wife will never go back to that mm-hmm. field because of what they did to her last year. It's sad. It's sad that these fans have to be that stooped that low. So, yes, this is not a, a, a player thing. This is a fan thing, talking their trash. Philadelphia fans act like they won the Super Bowl last year. The last time mm-hmm. I checked, I think, wasn't it Patrick Mahomes winning that Super Bowl and the, and the Chiefs? And they were complaining about, you know, the field not being right. They were if I'm not mistaken, did Patrick Mahomes still play played in that same field? Mm-hmm. Then Jalen Hurt? Didn't the Chiefs play in the same field? So uh Philly fans, it's like, yeah, you're ten and one. All right, your team's playing good. But you haven't won shit. Okay, so until you win the Super Bowl, you know, you know, drop it down a notch. Don't act like you're Super Bowl champions, you're not. But to Pete's point. They did beat us, regardless if we lost uh, Brock or not. Regardless, we didn't have a quarterback out there. They still beat us, uh, so they can talk their shit. The Niners are doing it the right way. They're like, all right, we're the un-. even though Vegas has us favorites, the Niners are looking like we're the underdogs. We're we're gonna, you know, Brock mm-hmm. Purdy's not gonna get hurt like he did, uh, and, and he's, he's gonna be well prepared for this game, and we're gonna see who the better quarterback play is. This Sunday, there's so many things to watch. It's going to be fun to watch, and I can't wait for Sunday. Yeah, I, I absolutely think it's a fan thing uh, because at the end of the day, it's a regular season game. Uh, 49ers yep. swept swept the Rams in the regular season a couple of years ago and lost in the playoffs yep. to that same Rams team. Yeah, um, that that happened before with the uh, the Seahawks as well. Uh, like, uh, it's these games, like we get hyped for them as fans because we want, we want to confirm our biases and be, and be, uh, like, and be able to go to the, the water cooler at work and talk mess to all of our, to our coworkers and like talk mess on Twitter and get in the spaces and go crazy. Like, but, but the reality is, is the players to the players. This is another game that they got to go in, and they just got to get the win. They don't really care. I don't think they really care if it's the Eagles or not. Uh, like, uh, I think it's just they need to get a win and get the seating and keep the seating to where they're number two and just don't lose ground and don't lose ground in the division or any of that stuff. So, yeah, I just think it's bigger for the fans. Like, uh, And I don't hold it against Philly fans. I mean, it is what it is. Like I said before, you talk when you win. If you won, like you get to talk, 
Like uh, now the the all the extra stuff throwing batteries. Yeah, yeah, that's and, yeah, and yeah, attacking people and like all that kind of stuff. That's I mean, obviously too far, too far. And you need you need something else in your life if if you've got if you've got to do all that at a football game. If that's all you have, uh, like. Uh, if that's all you have in your life to be able to throw batteries at football, I games, wonder what their IQ hey, is, bro. Their, yeah, their like education. Got, what level is it at? You are an empty person inside, <laughs> like, yep. uh, and you need help. So it is. They need it is. Jesus. Yeah, you need Jesus. <laughs> Jesus don't want them. No, I don't, not throwing batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Pete. Good one. Good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Their, their fans are terrible, man. They are terrible. Go ahead, Brandon. All right, y'all. Well, let's see here. Um, what's your guys' score prediction uh, going into this game? Ooh. I don't know. You want me to go first, Pete? You want to go first? Yeah, you can go for it. You can go for it. doesn't matter. Ah, oh, man. This is a tough one because uh, I want to see the first couple of script plays on the field to kind of get an idea of which direction the Niners are going, how hot they come out. Uh, are they going to start fast? Are they going to start slow? If everything goes accordingly, in other words, the Niners play their type of football, makes mistakes, but very few mistakes that are not very costly. Um. The way this defense is playing, I would say 31-24 Niners. Okay. <laughs> Pete? I laugh because that was the first score that popped in my head, 31-24. to 24. But oh, wow. the more as he's talking, as he's talking, like uh, the score kept going up and up and up in my brain. And <laughs> now I think it's going to be 35 to 32 49ers win by a field goal, 60 yarder in the rain by Jake Moody. Damn. So you're saying their offense is going to put 32 points on RD. I think that it's this Eagle team has found, has found ways to stay close in all, all their right. games. Fair enough. And I think the 49ers are going to score. I just think some weird things are going to happen. It's supposed to rain. I don't know how that's going to affect Purdy. Everybody can say that it's nothing, but we oh, have no. yet to it's see him nothing. play in a rain. Yeah, we have yet to see him play in a rain game, and he played well. So I, I want to see. I, I want to see it before I can confidently say. But I think that they're going to run the ball a lot. I think they're going to get the ball into uh, their playmakers' hands. Uh, I think they're going to figure it out, and that's why I think they're going to score points. But um, I don't know that they'll be able to. I think that they're going to—they're not going to control time of possession, and I think that's how the Eagles stay kind of close. Yep, yep. Um, uh oh, I think the immigration is coming. Know, is Brandon? Yeah. No, he was checking on the police. All right. Well, here's here's my here's my respond back to that, Pete. I think um, the Eagles haven't played a good enough defense like the Niners, and I think 
I think the score is going to be like a 31 to 17 game. Niners win. Wow, okay. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I really would love for this to be a simple, just straight blowout. If it's going to be a blowout, though, it has to be with us getting the dub. If it goes the other way. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're, we're going to have some issues, man, because um, I can't deal with that, I, I, you know, to do that. If but uh, Twitter is going to be super toxic. If <laughs> I don't even want to go on Twitter. If uh, if they if they get if the 49ers get blown out, yeah, I, I can only hear uh, McCoy. On. I really don't. Oh, I, I don't, don't think, think so either. either. I don't think I don't it's think going so either, to be. Yeah. But if that if that happens somehow, oh my god, it's yeah. gonna be like uh, it's gonna be really hard. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch to speak, bro, because uh, Sean McCoy will be nuts. That dude's a fool. Uh, Nick Wright will be. 24 hours oh, standing. Ned Reich is just a complete idiot, bro. He, he, he doesn't. He, he's It's all for clicks with him, bro. Yeah, for you sure. You know, it's all with clicks. And I understand I don't even watch, not business. I don't even watch them. Like, uh, but people post their uh, their clips all the time. But otherwise, I don't even watch, I don't watch ESPN or Fox. Uh, yeah, they, they don't have anything to say that I want to hear. Yeah, real quick, Brandon, uh, uh, Pete, uh, David Williams, welcome to the channel, by the way, brought up a good question, uh, and maybe yeah. we'll have Brandon answer, and then Peter, and then myself. He says, how many sacks will the Niners have? He says three total sacks. That's actually a good question uh, there, uh, David. Thank you for uh, asking that question, buddy. Let's go ahead and uh, give you a hand of applause for that. Brandon, what is your sack total? So they had they had six sacks last week in Seattle. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four. I'm gonna say four. That is the correct answer. <laughs> Go ahead, Pete. I know I'm gonna be the the wet blanket here. I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say two. Like uh, I just think uh, Jalen Hurts is actually kind of hampered. He's he's wearing a brace, like, uh, and he doesn't have. He's not really that fast to begin with. Incorrect like, uh, answer. But I I think that they have a problem stacking mobile quarterbacks. I don't listen to you just like I don't listen to my wife. <laughs> this this Vato man. He is. He thinks he's funny. Oh my goodness! Oh my back! Ooh, where I'm? I'm looking for the right one. Ah, I don't have it. You're lucky. You're lucky I didn't find it because it was it was perfect cue to hit that sound bite. Um, but right, I must have lost it. Anyway, um, me for me it's gonna be um. I would say uh, I like that four number. I'm going to go with five. Five sacks wow. in this game. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, here we go. Yes, that, this is the button I was looking for you, Pete. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. But <laughs> I, I little late, I know. My I just bad. like her. Orale. <laughs> Orale. Oh, this, guy, this guy has jokes. Here, this All is right. this, 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 hey, after the show next Tuesday. You're not gonna hear Pete because 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's gonna be the Eagles. Or Come I'm on gonna, Sunday. Or I'm gonna have a or I'm gonna have a whole bunch of makeup like uh, just to cover up the black eyes. Orale. Eagles. Right. Epic fail. <laughs> go, go, All right, go y'all. Brent. Um, I think we can start wrapping it up here. Is there any last thoughts? Uh, you Don't forget about wanna... the last video, Fufu. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and play the last video. Or go ahead. Oh, este vato. Ay, no mames. Your video. Mames. I'm waiting on you. Orale, pues. I'll take the responsibility. All right, let's play the last video. All right. Here we go, guys. Enjoy. And to expand upon your point about Chase Young's addition there, 15 sacks, I think three games, Unc, actually, not even three five. Games. Three games. Yeah, three, three, Ten three. of those sacks are with four. Yeah, with four men, with four down. So when you only have to have four down to get pressure, get 10 sacks in three games, you can let the rest of the defense hunt. And we know Fred... Exactly. So it's like right now they are playing at their zenith. They look like the team last year going into the NFC championship. And I completely forgot about people holding those three losses over the San Francisco 49ers head. To your point, Stephen A., when Trent Williams and Debo Samuel are both back and healthy, that's a different team. They're the ones leading the team onto the field with the boom box coming out. They are actually the first two off the bus. Those are actually the first two off the bus. So whenever you didn't have them, they're a vastly different team. Now they're in their full form, still pissed about what happened in the NFC Championship game, playing their best football. Uh, this Niners team, just like they have been for the last, what, four years, right. feels like they're Super Bowl contenders. Not that the Eagles aren't, but it feels like they're playing at a Super Bowl level earlier than the Eagles will be doing so this year. Preach it, man. Preach it, brother. A lot. All right. All right. Nice take right there. Absolutely. Uh, comments. Go ahead, Pete. And then we'll wrap it up. I mean, I just hate, I hate first take. <laughs> I hate it. And especially with Shannon, uh, Shannon Sharp on there now. One week, he's talking a mess about Brock Purdy. He hasn't even watched any of the games. The, the producer is just handing him talking points. And then, oh, what do you know? Like, uh, Purdy does well, uh, makes a tremendous throw. Here comes Shannon Sharp. Oh, we're paying attention now. Well, a lot of us were paying attention for the past 10 weeks, <laughs> 10, 10 to 12 weeks. So like, uh, but I think that he's right. I think that uh, Pat McAfee is right. Uh, like, uh, and I give him credit for uh, the, the way that he's, I think that there was something to Trent Williams and Debo uh, not being there to lead the team uh, into those games. I think that that having, not having Trent the best left tackle in football is, is a factor. And then I think they could have won without Debo, but to have not having Trent, I think was the main the main issue on those three losses. Like at least for offensively, like uh, that's 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 how I looked at that. All right. Yeah. Beto? I'm sorry. What was repeat the question for me again? Lost Talk, it there. On Pat McAfee's comments. Oh, Matt. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with him. I, I think, you know, I like what he said, not just because he's talking about my team, of course, but McAfee, for what I've been watching, I don't watch too much of his shows, but what I do, he kind of keeps it at best, you know, 90% real, which I can respect, uh, you know, what he says. He says what he likes to say. And to this day, why he went to ESPN, I don't know. He just stayed what he was. He was able to be more of himself, but that's a whole different uh, conversation. Uh, 
I think he's right. I think uh, the Niners are going yeah. in there uh, with high expectations. <clears throat> They're healthy. Debo and Trent Williams are the heart and soul of this team. Yes, Brock yeah. is playing great. Uh, yes, our defense is playing great. But uh, it's not a coincidence that we lost three games when we lost to two gentlemen uh, and we played a different. And since they've been back, we've been playing on fire again offensively. Now the defense is different. They they were just having some woes that they had to fix, which they did. But offensively, having Trent Williams healthy, having Debo healthy, uh, I'm that's why I'm fired up for this game. I would be different if we did not have one or both of those guys going into this game. Having them healthy is going to be a great fight. I can't wait to see what Kyle Shanahan. Schemes up now. This is me and me only. Tell me if you guys agree. Those in the chat as well. I think there's some play calls that Shani has been saving in this left pocket for this particular game. He's been saving some calls that he's going to call in this particular game to try to put the the Niners in good positions to lead with points because you know. Once the Niners are ahead, they don't look back. It's when we fall behind and we start playing the catch-up that we can be a little bit of trouble, and now we're putting a little bit more uh, pressure on Brock. So we'll see what Shani has, but I think Shani has a great uh, schemed-up game plan. Now the Niners will have to execute it to the best of their ability, but I cannot wait to see this game. This this game's going to be a lot of fun, man. And it's going to be even funner with the victory, of course. Exactly. Yes, sir. I think that I think that this is going to be a one of those one of those uh, signature signature games of the season for the NFL. Uh, I think that it's going. Everybody's going to be watching. I know it's at the well. It's I the one o'clock game for y'all. Prime time game. Yeah, I'm. Th- I'm. Th- well, I, from what I understand. Uh, Whoever the uh, whoever had the game refused to give it up to be slid into the prime time. From what they said, like uh, um, <laughs> I didn't know that they could do that, but apparently they can. And uh, but yeah, this I think that another underrated aspect of this game is who is starting at right guard. Is it going to be because uh, they're saying Burford may be healthy enough to come back? Do they go back to Burford or do they leave John Feliciano in? Yeah, that's and a good question, Pete. That's a very interesting question. I, I, I'm leaning. Let you guys go let ahead. Him, let Burford rest one more week. Yes, that's the way that's I do. Yeah, that's my thought. Keep it the way it is right now. Feliciano, Feliciano is, is playing out. Is playing yep. really well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I, I don't think that you mess with anything. And I don't yeah, dislike Burford, kind of, Spencer Burford, but yeah. I like the way Feliciano is playing right now, bro. So I'm with you. Why fix it if it ain't broken, right? Exactly. And he's doing really well, pass protection. Uh, like, uh, And I don't know that you need to to not have him in there with, with Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis in the middle. Like, uh, so. All right. I think that's going to do it for us. Um, everybody in the chat, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate you and your contributions and commenting in the chat. Make sure you hit that like subscribe button on all channels. 
we are trying to grow our channels, like Beto said in the beginning of the show. And we'll be back next week, Tuesday, same time, to go over this game. Uh, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Pete. I'm excited. Go Niners. Kick the Eagles' ass. Let's go. Peace. Bang, bang. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero.